0: Talk a lot about cohorts, uh, better known in some uh, circumstances as uh, learning communities, um, uh, or groups of students that learn. Uh, I know you've done it for a couple of decades now without aging you. <laughs> what, is, I'm getting what, is the, what? What are the benefits of a uh, of uh, learning communities or cohorts? Uh, and what have you seen as the best practices over the years?
1: Well, uh, Dr. Atala, I want to thank you for inviting me for, uh, into this conversation. I like to label what we're discussing as what works. In my experience, both as a researcher and a practitioner, there are several aspects of cohorts that work well. And uh, what works, number one for our students, is orientation. Despite what, co- what cohort you develop for students, it's always important to have a new student orientation to begin to convey the expectations you're going to expect of your incoming cohort. What are going to be the rules that they need to abide by? What are the things that they need to keep on top of? And so orientation works. Number two And this is featured in many of the programs here in California, be it the uh, EOPS program, which stands for Extended Opportunity Program and Services, our CalWORKs program, or other kinds of programs, is the development of a two-year educational plan. We like to refer nationally to community colleges as two-year colleges. And if they're going to truly be two-year colleges, we're expecting students then to take a minimum of 12 to 15 units per term. We we need to lay out the pathway for them. Uh, for those of you who are very familiar with the national research on guided pathways, uh, the development of a two-year educational plan is essential. Some uh, Number three, What works is regularly schedule meetings with an academic advisor or an academic counselor at least a minimum of twice per semester. Now, I know previously, about 10 years ago, it was recommended maybe only once a semester to review an educational plan. But what we find here at Hartnell College that students benefit from a minimum of two advisor contacts per semester uh, that's at the beginning of the semester to make sure that they're they're following their educational plan and uh, two uh, the second uh, meeting could either be at midterm to see how well they're doing at the midpoint of the semester or at the end of the semester preferably at the midpoint mainly because any kinds of course corrections can be made at that time right, right. the fourth item that we find that works Uh, for students is participation in early alert. Now, early alert uh, means different things to different people, but here at Hartnell College, faculty have the ability to enter uh, alerts in their Canvas shell uh, that triggers uh, an electronic message that goes to academic support staff in our uh, early support program. Or it could go. It could be an alert to an academic advisor or academic coaches, whatever you have uh, available at your college. But it's very important that students receive early, regular, and summative uh, assessments in a course. And so uh, that's going to take cooperation between the faculty member. And the academic support team some colleges have created student success teams and uh, that is what we are in the process of doing here at hartnell college but what we find is early alert is a major component of student success the fifth point uh, that i like to mention and what works for students in cohorts is that uh if a student maintains good academic standing they receive Priority registration, and what do I mean by priority registration? Well, many of the uh, of the in California, many of the uh, statewide uh, programs like EOPS or DSPS, CalWorks, Foster Youth, and Veterans all receive priority registration. Meaning that students who are part of those programs and are in good standing in those programs move to the front of the line of all other student groups to register first whenever the registration is open for the next term. Or in some colleges, students can register for two terms, but they get to the front of the line and get to choose their classes first. Rarely are these students locked out of classes that they need in their educational plan. And at many colleges, students know who the good hands instructors are, and the preferred instructors in a particular subject, and so that's why priority registration matters. Finally, I would say that uh, the sixth, uh, the sixth aspect of what works for students and cohorts are uh, introducing student success teams per meta major, and that's what we have constructed here at Hartnell College. Now, we have six meta majors. And within each meta major is a student success team led by the academic dean. And within the student success team is uh, a representative, multiple representatives of faculty within certain majors. Within that meta major, there's an academic counselor, there's a financial aid representative, there's a student success coach. All of these folks, uh, the student success coaches maintain a caseload of students per meta-major that they follow up on and uh, to support students in their academic uh, endeavors. So if there's early alert sent, they're aware of it, these success coaches, and also if there needs to be any kind of follow-up between a success coach and a student, it's mentioned in these regular meetings of the student success teams. So I'll leave it there and answer so, any questions you may have.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so I have a couple of questions. So when you talk about an early alert, I know that the the, the chancellor office in California purchased for all colleges, in addition to Canvas, Starfish. Yes. Is that how you're doing the alert? Is that how you're creating that those wraparound services around the student? Or are you using different tools?
1: Initially, we were using uh, Starfish when it was a pilot. And uh, – then we moved over to Canvas because we wanted to make it much easier for the faculty. We didn't necessarily want them to learn a new technology, a new application. So we try to build it into their Canvas shell. And that's what we've been using for the past several years. I want to say the past two or three years, faculty have been setting the alerts within Canvas since they post their lesson plans, their videos, uh, their tests in Canvas. And so we're trying to Streamline it. We may go back to uh, Starfish. We understand it's uh, available to us at a much more nominal price uh, statewide, but that would have to do, we'd have to convene a team of both faculty and uh, academic support folks to see if that's the direction we want to go. Remember, the, the big mm-hmm. player in all of this is going to be the faculty because they're going to be the ones to set the right. early alert. And, in, you know, in California, we use yes. participatory governance, so they're going to have to weigh in on that decision.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, and, and the reason why I'm asking is the tool is very important. But at the same, same time, what's more important is the feedback from the teacher. right? Yes. You know, if I hear from my teacher, I'm doing a good job. Right. Even if it is an automated uh, thing, that's that's a boost for my morale. Absolutely.